remember exactly what you wrote. Exactly. To exactly. To the word. So, to the word. To the word. Welcome, everyone. This is Twin Shadows Podcast. This is episode 116. You know what? Let me take that back because only losers say uh, and for uh, hundreds and is for decibels. Um, <clears throat> hello, everyone. Welcome to Twin Shadows Podcast. This is episode 116. You don't Hi. say and? You're not supposed to say and. And is and uh, it takes a decibel. Decimal. So you'd say like 10,100, and then and 16 cents. What about like one trillion? There's no and in there, so I can know when you're fucking almost done? No. Really? <laughs> no. That's <laughs> stupid. I didn't make math. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> if we, if I am wrong, uh, go ahead and uh, leave a message. And since I know no one listens to this, except for Alex, except who's for actually Alex. here on the episode, and it doesn't he's matter. Here, so damn, no one's going to listen. Karen will figure oh. it out. Okay, um, so this episode is titled Lazy Losers Lick Lollipops. <laughs> and we have a very special guest. You may have heard him belching and uh, talking on the corner over there. We have uh, Alex Duarte on the on the show. <laughs> He's uh, the P in TSP. That's right. Tom, Oop. Steven, and probably Alex. There you go. And uh, so... Uh, introduction. So, Stephen. Uh, oh wait. Oh, I'm supposed to do something else. What was it? Oh yeah, our this Twin Shadows podcast, the podcast about film, <laughs> filmmaking, and filmmakers, hosted by the two uh, coolest dudes who ever uh, had no friends, and uh, except for Alex, Tom, and Steve. And I'm here. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm good. Alex, how you doing? Doing all right. I think we've all had a lot. Uh, maybe. Possibly to uh, consume. Oh yeah, we were just we just got done with a production meeting, which means that we got extremely fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of interesting how those two go hand in hand with our work, huh? We're true Japanese businessmen, where uh, <laughs> we just get drunk and uh, actually we actually got some. I think it was it's a good bonding experience. I think we meshed we got a lot done. We meshed pretty well with uh, the people we met. We were, met with some of Alex's friends. Anthony and DJ, uh, who will be future guests on the show, uh, talking about working on uh, Mr. Rico. Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico. Still need so, to talk, talk about that some more. <laughs> so, Alex, how are you? Uh, how you been? There's been some uh, big life changes in your life. Did you want to talk about any of that? Uh, yeah, you know, like moving back to SoCal. So, you know, big change for when it comes to location and... Uh, career change as well. I said goodbye to Elon, you know, and and that's pretty that's pretty much it. You know, mm-hmm. I had a really weird interaction with someone about Elon Musk uh, just yesterday. I was uh, setting up a internet for a job site trailer, and uh, the PM walks out. And she says, "Tom, you know what? I really love Elon Musk." Like he's so successful and handsome and dashing. Nice. And I just think I was just sitting there thinking, how how do I respond? I was like, I'm just gonna just kind of nod. And she's like, What do you think about the war in Ukraine? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, it's uh, you know, war's bad. And she was like, Yeah, war is bad, but I think Elon could just win the war 
for whoever wants for whoever he wants to win. What do you think? The internet's working. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, he's so handsome, isn't he? Hey, sure. <laughs> hey, that's can uh, I leave? <laughs> that that's just most of the engineers at, at work. <laughs> and I just was just like, yeah, I guess it would be because <laughs> I would. I mean, in reality, I'm just like, I don't really like Elon Musk that much uh, as a person. I think he's like a human troll, like. But you know, that's me. Uh, Steven, how you been, buddy? That's my anecdote about Elon Musk. Yeah, I've been good, man. Yeah. I was gonna say everyone's a little <laughs> fucked up on this episode, so uh don't worry, I'll try to keep everything in line. I wrote a lot of notes, so I've been writing a lot of notes lately. I don't know. We'll see. Um Oh, I wanted to ask, what's everyone's like uh filmmaking goals for the rest of the year? We've kind of gotten through a lot this year uh we're in september september's blown by it's almost mm. october already which is kind of fucking wild um so we're in the last later half of the year the final quarter of the year what's everyone's filmmaking and podcasting goals so far steven you wanna you wrote you said you remembered everything you wrote yeah i wrote this in my notes too i answered yeah. this expertly All so right. what i wrote down was um you know, finish the edit on Dickhead. I don't think necessarily get to picture lock because that's after another revision and everything and also putting that temp audio track. So maybe we'll get there, but if we just at least get the solid cut we're getting now done because it is looking much better. Yeah. It's worth the time and effort, you know, because we are working on it although slower than we should so finishing that and the podcast alex to actually listen to a full episode <laughs> I've, I've, I've listened to multiple full episodes <laughs> oh, oh my god <laughs> you poor and you, you, i feel bad a yeah. little bit don't you it's like shit you know it's kind of kind of uh i don't know this might be kind of touching for you guys but you know, uh, with me when living so far away, I I was just like, there was times where I was like, you know what? I kind of want to hang out with Steven and Tom. Wow. And then, and then I would just like, it, it, as weird as it might sound, some of the times I, I was listening to podcasts, it was like, let me chill with my friends for a little bit. Wow, that's so when he's actually Did here. you actually ever message us? <laughs> and when he's actually here, he's like, you know, <laughs> you went right back to whatever you were I'm doing. Little, I'm a little just too busy. God about it. It's nah. like it's like jerking off to porn, you know. I just I just need a little, you know, whack of like, you know. Well, I will say, dude, that is very touching. No, thank you. And for Alex, any time you give us, and I do feel. Do you have any goals, uh, filmmaking goals for the rest of the year? Um, yeah, I do have, um, what, like one main thing would be to try to get the ball rolling again for the, the slaughter project, which I know is going to be really hard because I haven't updated anything recently in that group. Uh, actually my next steps within that group, I was going to tell everybody like, Hey, sorry that it's been, you know, dead lately. Uh, but if you want nothing to do with this go ahead, fucking skip. And uh, I actually wouldn't mind that because I feel like I I need more dedicated people in within that crew. Not, if, if you are in that crew and you're listening to this, I, I'm not saying like, you know, 
those people have like lagged or like, you know what I mean? Like they screwed me over in any way. It was kind of like just life, the way it fell into place. And I just don't want to waste anybody else's time, vice versa. You know, I, I want to continue to get that project going and speed it up. And I think that'd probably be the best way. You know, that's one, that's one big goal. That yeah. I, well, I think you'd be you know, honest with them and be like, hey, this is what it is. Yeah. But I still want to keep working on it if you're on board. You know, it's a good way to figure out, you know, who's still attached to it. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. that's fair. Right. That way they can know, like, yeah, bro, I'm good. Fuck you, yeah. Alex. And things just like you say, I'm listening to this podcast. I'm going to text Steve, tell him, hey, buddy, how's life? Are you happy? Are you out there? I could tell just the tone of your voice, the tone. I could tell, you know? Oh, fuck. I didn't read Don't any you of miss the, me, buddy? I, I always read any miss of the you. articles. I read them. Don't worry. And I remember them verbatim. All <laughs> oh, right. I know I, I, I looked at them, but I, I don't remember reading them. But for myself, uh, I'll uh, reiterate what Stephen was saying. I would like to have picture locked by like New Year's. Um, I think that is possible, especially if we can get uh, get the screeners out for the like beta testers, essentially, and then get that back. Um I think it's which we're hoping you'll be too. Yeah, like um, one of those people that really watched it and then. So kind of like our steps right now. Like give us a super honest. Stephen and I are pretty close to like being kind of complete with the cut that we're currently working on, and then we want to send out uh, copies of that cut to like uh, friends and. I think film, we need to make a friends. temp audio cut though first, don't you? Yeah, because it plays so well with uh, the. Yeah. The temp music, right? Yeah, but I, but I don't. I don't think that's actually. I think the hardest part is actually just like getting the scenes like where we want them, and then. Oh, I think we're very close, dude. Yeah, and then filling in the audio, like you're you're pretty good at it, and you're pretty fast. When when how, I'm how like good is the garage you. scene? It well, it's pretty good, dude. So that's the <clears> scene you you are working on separately, right? Yeah, and you feel like it's good. I think it's good. Um and. Also, the Garage Massacre, I think, is better than it's ever been. I actually really, it's actually become one of my favorite scenes, which I never thought would have ever been possible with uh, how we had worked on it. But I think we've kind of fixed it um, in a way that I, like I said, I never had anticipated. It was kind of at a point where we were really like almost going to just Rochambeau if we we're going to cut it forever. <laughs> Yeah. Um, like just literally just eliminate it from the movie, which would have been hugely detrimental. But um, we put our, pulled up our, you know, as those stupid fucking Republicans like to say, we pulled ourselves up by bootstraps. <laughs> we fucking figured it out. Um, yeah. Talking about dumbasses. Hi, I'm Miyazaki. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's a fucking master. Um, so, Hi, I'm Miyazaki's last movie, The Boy and the Heron, is coming out soon. He has retired a few times now. So uh, this will be for both of you. What are you guys' connections with Miyazaki and the Ghibli films? And what do you think about his retirement as a filmmaker? <laughs> I was like, I'll fuck it out. Uh, yeah, man. I'm a little older than Miyazaki. So I think for me, it doesn't probably resonate as much as the younger people here. Like you, buddy. You youthful little soul. That's fair. But... 
Um, what was the question? <laughs> oh, what is your connection with Miyazaki and his films? Oh yeah, films? he's fucking great. And then what do you think of uh, what do you think about retirement as a filmmaker? Well, let me ask you. Yeah, because this I think will tell you how you like him to an extent. Do you remember your first Miyazaki film? Absolutely. What was it? My neighbor Totoro. I watched. We rented it from a video oh, store and classic. like. When we were, I was probably like five or six. It was like 1992 or something. The classic of him. Yeah. And uh, it's around the same time I I watched my first. uh, Yeah, you know yours? Yeah. Your first porno? What was it? My first porno? God damn. Uh, I can't. That's a tough one. I think I know mine. Uh, It was probably a hentai, like La Blue Girl or something. No, it was like Cinderella from the, from the like 80s. Tracy Lords was in it. So, does softcore count? Yeah. Like, HBO, like, what is it? Skinamax. Skinamax. Misty, Mon- Misty well, Monday. No. I think Skinamax. No, there's a been. difference. Because if you see count. that versus that, it's like, that's oh, yeah. true. Holy Whole different. shit. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. way intense. Mm. Like, right? Like, as a kid, you're just <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> Miyazaki's listening to this, like, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, this is why I'm retiring. <laughs> This is who loves my work, Miyazaki-san. <laughs> so what was your first uh, Miyazaki movie, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> was it the one with Tracy Lords or was it the one with Sasha Gray? <laughs> oh, yeah. God damn it. God damn it. I'm trying to keep All things right. on track. Uh, <laughs> God all right, damn, all right. rails I, are miles away. <laughs> you're probably you're probably gonna lose all your the wee audiences right now. But uh, I I could definitely say I've I've never watched any of his films. Well, or he's what well, is he responsible for Studio? Uh, yes. What is it? Ghibli. Ghibli. What's Ghibli? Is that I, another I, just I, pronunciation? I, I don't. Know. I almost said Ghibli. That's what I thought it was called. Sure. What's Ghibli and what's Ghibli? Ghibli, Ghibli. You don't know, huh? Of course you don't. No, man. Well, you know what? You have a little bit of a advantage. (laughs) What's my advantage? (laughs) Let's say, wait a minute. Uh oh. Just because he's just because he's old? (laughs) No, no. He's had more years than you. No, but no. Yeah, I've I've just never been into anime to be honest. When I, I've heard, no, that's fair, that's fair. You know. But I bet you've seen his film, and you well, don't know, probably, because uh, one of my favorites was, well, the first my first was Kiki's Delivery Service. That's a good one, and that was like the breakthrough one because they were like, "Holy shit, we're having Hollywood actors in these cartoons," and then after that, they started really get like. Bigger and bigger names, you know. And uh, did you ever see the Liam Neeson one? Yeah, uh, Nausicaa. She fucking sucked. No, not Nausicaa. No, that was Nemo was... or something. Oh, Finding Nemo. <laughs> oh, <No>, Little <laughs> Nemo. Oh, Ponyo. Ponyo. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I've seen Ponyo. I pretty. I've seen. Uh, I couldn't get through Ponyo. I've seen uh, all of them, all of his movies, I... even the ones that aren't Ghibli. Like I've seen. Uh, Castle of Caligastro or whatever from uh, Lupin the Third. Oh yeah, that was his first feature film. I've seen some of his uh, TV shows he animated. I liked I liked his first like, Lupin, like a detect, uh, not Detective Conan, um, Future Boy Conan or whatever. But then watching it, it a second time, I was a little long. It's pretty good. I like it though. Um, 
Does he own uh, Studio Ghibli? He does, right? It's all about ownership with you, isn't it? Uh, I'm just curious. Jesus Christ. Christ. You hang out with Elon, and it's <laughs> all about ownership. Just got to make sure we're, you know, where the so, money's at. Uh, that was only, like, the first part of the question. The second part is, Martin Scorsese keeps saying he has stories <laughs> to tell, but fears he may be too old to do so. Um, do you think there's, like, an age where you're, like, I can't do this anymore? Or is it, like, mental facilities and physical ability? You know, that's funny you mentioned that, because I looked at it the opposite way, where it's, like, you just know you're getting older, so, like... You're going to die regardless. Yeah. And so you have so many stories to still tell. So you'll never finish. What was the question? <laughs> it made sense in my head. Uh, Martin Scorsese keeps saying he has stories to tell, but he fears he may be too old to do so. Yeah, like you'll just never live long enough to tell the stories in your head. Right? Because don't you feel like there's so many good stories that you scrap that were like fun and you enjoyed them? But it was like, yeah, this still kind of sucks. So... Let's not develop it out too well, much further. I'm going to be dead soon anyway, so I ain't too worried about it. Alex, you you like Scorsese? You see one of those movies, maybe? No, no. Who's that? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, Never seen Goodfellas? <laughs> Look. Uh, Taxi Driver? Wolf of Wall Street. You've seen yes, that. Yes, yes. I'm, okay. I'm fucking kidding. I'm fucking kidding. Okay. Uh, I I do, I feel like it depends on like which, like what your approach is. I, I think... There are definitely st- stories that you're probably too old to direct. You know, um, he, he might want to look into that for sure. But I mean, maybe like writing, you know, you kind of like I writing Tracy Lords, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of Scorsese doing Saving Private Ryan, like you said. He's too old. He's like, oh, you got to run up the hill. <laughs> Just <laughs> running behind him, like, ah. <laughs> Why is this scene shot in slow mo, Marty? <laughs> 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 what do you mean, slow mo? <laughs> Can't you see how it's as fast as I can go? <laughs> Can't you hear my heartbeat? <laughs> Sorry, Alex. What no, were you saying? It's okay. Um, yeah, I, I just feel like I mean, like his role just probably could change. You know, not be like you know full on director. I mean, I could only imagine it's gonna, it, it's gonna wear on you a lot more. Do you think? Yeah, that's why it's like, like getting old. I mean, fuck, man! Like people struggle. Just like I, I, all right. I've talked to people where I was like, oh, like w- what'd you do on your day off? And they're like, well, I just like slept because I needed the rest to catch up. And I'm like, <laughs> all day. And they're like, <laughs> you know, it's like, uh. It's like I usually try to at least see like how much I could do, whether it's like productive or just fucking doing stupid shit. But like, let me do as much as I can on my day off. And so if you think about that and they're like people who are like in their late 20s. That's why they're just so, they're lazy losers that lick lollipops. Uh, right. That's that's very true. Oh, and, you know, so and compare that to being... Scorsese, you know, like I mean, yeah. I wouldn't blame him for trying to like take a step back. I would love to see like what other stories he has, but maybe you know, to continue directing, like once you start becoming heavy senile. And <laughs> wait, can I ask this? Has anyone here actually read the fucking article and what he's uh, no. really referring to? No. Oh, me either. 
<laughs> Wait, what uh, article? We don't have the. There's no article. <laughs> there's an article. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was. I just didn't read it. It was just a little snippet from the article. Like he's interviewed, right? Yeah, and he actually talks about a lot of interesting stuff. I just it, it like about how uh, the most relationship shit. Yeah, oh, but don't. Fuck. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, no matter how old he is, obviously, if he said, "Hey, you want to be a part of this crew? I got this story." He I'm could be to... Uncle Rico. I mean, he could, could you imagine Scorsese? No, no we, we. I don't want to be responsible for killing him. Like, with the <laughs> <laughs> holy shit, we're gonna fucking kill him. Oh, Run, Uncle Rico. I mean, just with, like the dance moves that I'm expecting. <laughs> oh, you're you think, really gonna make him dance? You think huh? Scorsese can do a whole dude <laughs> dance, Rico? <laughs> Come on, dance. <laughs> You like that, don't you? He couldn't even get Leo an Oscar. You think he could dig a hole? (laughs) (laughs) Well. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Beetlejuice. Miyazaki. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So next article. Beetlejuice 2. Another film in the endless destruction of the nostalgic soul. We can't discuss this. There's an article, but I didn't read it. <laughs> All right. Did you read it? Did I read the article? Of course yeah. I did. What the fuck? We All can't right. Discuss. I want you guys to discuss while I'll pee, and what? then I'll tell no. you what the article no. actually says. You know what? You can't do that. I have to pee. So, Alex, are you a Tim Burton fan? Do you, you s- like Beetlejuice? Are you interested in Beetlejuice too? I, I do like Beetlejuice. Uh, interested in Beetlejuice too? Yeah. I'm open to that. I think... I think you don't think they're just playing in on like the endless remakes and sequels? Well, well we're talking about, mm, mm. I mean, that's kind of like the thing about like a film like that. I think you like when you draw that, like a cult, you know, cult following. Mm-hmm. You always get worried. I don't, I don't know how. Like it depends on the production company, right? Uh, but I would be worried about like, man, are we just gonna stab everybody in the back by? making a shitty ass movie that you know you know that um it's like all right we're just making it to make it at this point or let's just make it to make a lot of money hopefully yeah yeah exactly which is kind of scary but i mean it is tim burton is michael keaton right i I haven't i don't haven't seen the casting or anything about it um i'm willing to trust that idea have you ever felt a sequel or a film in a franchise has ruined a franchise and or the original film. Yes. Do you have an example you can think of? Like a Scream 6 ruining Scream or something? I, I would definitely one one of them I would use, I would say would be uh oh for sure, Strangers 2. That that was I I mean it didn't ruin um the original for me. But I mean, you could tell that there's so much of that crew did not work on the second one. Uh, but man, it was it was just disgusting. Where I'm like, I would protest. I would fuck it. Even if I was the only person, I would protest that mm-hmm. they tried making a third one. You well, know? I think the original Strangers is a remake from a French film. Okay, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, called like Them, I believe. Like yes, the- it is. Ooh. I've seen it. Yeah, and. Um, I watched it with uh, my brother's uh, friend. It's where they attack the house, correct? Renee, yes. Um, and so that's 
a remake of a, already a remake, but Strangers. T- I never even saw the second one. I didn't see the re- American remake, but um, the that's uh, Naomi. Na- I never Na- saw the uh, American remake. <laughs> Naomi Watts, right? That's the Naomi Watts one, or is that Funny Games? Uh, that because that's also uh, um, Liv Tyler's in it, right? Liv Tyler. Okay. Uh, I was thinking, I think maybe I was thinking of Funny Games, but uh, Strangers is a remake of a French, <laughs> French film called Lay Them. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's not Lay Them. I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, Strangers, Strangers. So, what I asked Alex, and you could maybe jump in on this too, Stephen. Um, I asked, Wouldn't you love to hear those words yelled at you, right? <laughs> Lay, Lay Them. them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. Okay, okay. Oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. Uh, <laughs> so I asked Alex about uh, Beetlejuice 2, but uh, specifically I asked, is has there ever been a sequel or remake of a film that ruined the original for you? No. There's tons of great remakes. Every franchise? Well, like he's oh, saying every like, franchise? No, there's going to be winner. There's going to be, you know, so successes. None of, so like no movies, like it's like, Ruin the franchise for well, you. Well, hold on. Oh, hold you on. mean any movie with a sequel that's then subsequently over time ruined a franchise? Yeah. Can, oh, okay. can I? Uh, let me ask this though. Like oh, you're sh- you're saying, weird. like that it ruined the original though? Yes. That's oh, tough. ruined the that's, original? Yeah. Right. No. In, the, in that case, I'll I'll take the Strangers one back because the original's still tough. good, even though the second one sucks. Yeah, that's probably pretty fair. But that's true for that's all. A, that's why a franchise becomes a franchise that's because a very the original is so fucking answer. great. You got like Star Trek or Star Trek. <laughs> you got Star Wars. You got uh, the Godfather. Hey, it was just yeah. a question. It wasn't a fucking you know goddamn trick why you, question. Why you try to trick us, bro? Hey, Beetlejuice. Are you excited mm-hmm. for Beetlejuice too? <laughs> Let me hear your answer. Were you for it or against it? Beetlejuice too? Yeah. I don't. I'm. Uh, don't care. But uh, I'm not going to watch it, so it doesn't matter. Okay, so we'll say you're against it. I'm That's against a, it. Saying I don't care it would be about the same. Okay, well, you guys yeah. didn't read the article. Oh, the article was about how they had two days from finishing production, uh, but they had to shut down because of strikes. And I wanted to know... Oh, are we going to talk about strikes right now, bro? Because I was just trying to talk about Tim Burton. Go ahead and talk about Tim Burton. I'll, I'll hold Wait, are we going to talk about strikes? Because we learned a lot about them, so I think we're... Pretty well versed. No, let's do it. Oh shit! I'm kidding. We can skip everything. <laughs> what's in, no? What's I the Tim Burton. Tell us. Tell us about Tim Burton. Okay, Tim Burton. So, uh, yeah. So they had to cancel. He said he's like 99 percent done because of the strikes, which really sucks, right? Because they're filming is suspended indefinitely. And those are probably pretty scary words to hear. I but, hate that word indefinitely. Yeah, I don't even. I didn't even know it was a word for the longest. I thought, <laughs> did you mean infinity? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like uh, it's like infinity, right? It's like a nonsense word. <laughs> it it is indefinitely. Yeah, like, indefinitely means until it's not a you know, yeah, yeah until it's a thing again right yeah or whatever and it's like god that's so like can't you just say like ah we can't film for six months or no it's like yeah no we just can't film until we can film yeah well i guess he's trying to get some buzz to on it so it's like hey you know we're 99 percent done just let us film a couple more days yeah 
But, but the strikes, man, they shut. They've been shutting everything down. But everyone wants to keep, you know, keep going. With the strikes? No, no. With the film, with like the, the productions. You think so? I mean, that's what the next topic's about. But maybe we should skip it a bit. But talk about Tim Burton and Beetlejuice. <laughs> Do you like Beetlejuice? <laughs> Um. Yeah, I do actually. I used to watch it a lot as a kid. I think it's a really good movie. I think uh, it was at a time when Tim Burton was like pretty like hot topic. Tim Burton. Yeah. Uh, before he like because I I don't want to say he like sold out, but like he uh he definitely sniffed his own shit and didn't think it stunk. You know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That movie comes from the era of Tim Burton of why he became. Yes. You think you, know, you he, think he it was like at that time it's because he was still hungry? No. Or he, he was trying to prove something? I, think I mean, he, Tim Burton's one of the most iconic directors, right? Like of directors, you know, if there's a director you've heard yeah. of, it's probably Tim Burton in some context. Like, you know, you don't style. even have to know. You don't even have to like film to know. Yeah, well, name. I think Tim Burton is interesting because he started making movies in a time when uh, filmmakers like weren't really allowed to truly be like super stylized because he predates like the '90s filmmaking, right? Because you got um, what's the bitch with the fingers? <laughs> oh, that was Scissorhands. He got Edward Scissorhands. That was '80s. I think that's like '89. No, because Batman no. was Batman was '89. Oh so yeah, it's definitely yeah, before. So it's earlier. And then you got Edward Scissorhands is before Batman? Yeah. No. Yes. Oh, is it really? That. Yes, it's his first movie. Holy shit. Edward Scissorhands is his first movie? His first feature. No shit. Yeah. Damn. Okay, well, no wonder he why he was so fucking huge. Really, that was his Damn. first feature. I, I would like to know. I like, never knew that. I would I would like to know what each each movie was shot on because the quality in Edward Scissorhands. Is fucking amazing. Way better than fucking Batman. You think so? Yeah. Oh, wait. Batman was first. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> fucking okay. God there, damn. See, yeah. Fucking there, liar. One year apart. I'm sorry. But both, I mean. While still, I'm for Batman both. to be your achievement. Yeah. I mean, how fucking cool is Batman? It has the most iconic Batman song. Yeah. Oh, and, you, and I'm like, God damn, get to the point. Well. I think they're both coming from the same place in the sense that, like you stated earlier, when all of the strikes came, buddy, the first thing you said was, what about all of the uh, below the line, our our crew? Mm -hmm. What's going to happen to all those people? And you were like, they're going to be without a job too. Yeah, and except no one's striking for them. (laughs) Yeah, no one's striking for So they're kind of, I mean, yes, they can benefit from this strike, right? Because that kind of gives them more leverage possibly if they can do it but at the same time they're not working yeah so Bill Maher and Drew Barrymore were saying from what I understand well no I don't know what either of their stances are all I know is they were comparing it because I read it on Reddit so you know it knows what's up yeah but they were saying Bill Maher during the first strike he still had the show, but without any of the written bits. Yeah. And so it just became a political discourse show. And then also, you know, it keeps everyone else employed, you know, it gives them money. 
because what how are they making money right now you know what's their struggle and same thing with her because the her show is also a part of her production company yeah so she i guess and she's a face of it i don't know how true any of that is we'll see yeah but uh you know gotta feed those other families so i don't know it's a complex situation right I think it's tough. And I think it's easy for people to just pile on uh, for for one thing or another. It smells um, like meat in here now, dude. It smells like fucking meat. It's getting better. Calm down. It I, turned from an egg smell to like just this sitting meat, just this rotting meat in the corners of the room. He never complained when it was in your mouth. So shut up. He never farted in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about my that's penis, what, but that's what Steven was really dreaming about when he was hoping Alex would text. <laughs> hey, baby, you, gonna... <laughs> you don't remember me no more. <laughs> you too good and He's... clean for me up there. Same Francisco. Home. He's like, I want to hang out with you guys, but uh, <laughs> you too gay for me. <laughs> With my dick in your mouth, you know. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that being gay, you know. No. Saying. Oh, man. Who said it was gay? Um, Alex, have you um, been keeping up on the strike stuff at all? Or uh, do you know how to read? No. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no. <What a> I, <laughs> I, ha- I haven't been keeping up. I've heard about it. Um, I, I mean... When I hear about like all the shit going on with the like AI and the protests going through with that, I I totally back it. I I'm not for any of the AI You're being not involved. Join the overlords? No, like I'm, Tom Whale. I mean, hey, the, I'm just gonna I just, whoever can help me make movies. If it's Jesus, I mean, and and I think a lot of people have said it. Um, I did. You guys have mentioned it in a couple of episodes too. It's like you know, it's great. Like when it comes to workflow and it speeds speeds it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when it comes to actually creating a story, I I I don't agree with it at all. I feel like that's totally that's not filmmaking. If it's actually making decisions for you, it's you know, the inspiration of the films coming from AI. That's not a movie. Interesting to me, but uh, yeah, that's what I mean, they're striking about, huh? Yeah, I mean, th- no, that's not what they're completely <laughs> saying. You fucking asshole! <laughs> yes, he's a good, he's good at it though. Oh, uh, he knows. <laughs> Trust me, he knows. <laughs> Goddamn chip. <laughs> so I'm talking. Oh, go ahead, Alex. I'm sorry. No, but uh, I mean, that that's pretty much like I, I know we talked about it a little bit earlier, but. That's the main thing that I've heard. Um, it's definitely a big concern, then, especially with the likeness. Well, um, I, th- I think that's also just kind of become the biggest concern in a sense, right? Because we're just seeing everything it can do. And it's still kind of wowing us like, oh, yeah, you know, it can benefit. For instance, within film, uh, we met with DJ and he was making the point that because we were talking about how they're we're scanning extras and then using their like image right and i think they were even manipulating it through ai i don't know i don't know any technology is going to get wrapped up with ai now right but it was kind of them stealing their likeness and using it for whenever they need an extra instead of paying for someone and yeah that hurts the actor there but also you know there's residual effects of (laughs) 
Sorry, buddy. Um, I had to burp. My apologies. Of like wardrobe and makeup and all of them doing up the extra, you know, that's extra work these other areas are losing out in. And, you know, I think we're just starting to kind of grasp what AI is in the sense that we really don't know. And it has tons of potential. There's enough potential maybe to explore it, depending on how you feel. But oh, I mean, it's I think it's a ter- it's a scary new frontier in that regard. And then in just uh, talking about the strikes, how <laughs> essentially uh, everyone's just at the whim of these producers that you know it's i think what uh the strikes have really shown is like a few people just really hold the power and they dictate everything because it's the ampttp pptp mp amppttp amp yeah these guys there's like 12 of them right and they're like 12 billionaires and they're just like you know what fuck you guys we we're not we will lose all our money because guess what we have it all stored away in like Trinidad and fucking Debago or whatever the fuck it's called. You know, the bagels. Um, yeah, fuck those guys. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk about Save the Cats. I wrote a little <laughs> one-page review. All right. I even talked about how I'll write up a little something to talk about. Okay, so I listened to... I've been... I'm wanting to get back into listening to more uh, filmmaking books. So I've been trying to like add those into my rotation. And I wrote, I listened to a book about screenwriting called Save the Cat, written by Blake Snyder. I didn't know he was dead until after I had written this review. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> rest in peace, you fuck. <laughs> What's next on the list? So, Save the Cat, a phrase that is repeated through the Blake Snyder book about breaking down screenplay writing to help beginners understand the structure and understanding of the act and business of screenwriting. Listened to the audiobook and found some of the direction given to be helpful, but also very singular. The book discusses the need to create likable heroes, hence Save the Cat. My biggest issue with the book is that it's geared towards writing in a very rigid, structured manner, which is probably very good advice for people who struggle with ideas and the story of their script. I don't recommend the book. Unless you only want to write screenplays, go ahead and read it. But I think you can learn more from these two Akira Kurosawa quotes. Save yourself some time. Let me read them to you now. In order to write scripts, you must first study the great novels and dramas of the world. You must consider why they are great. Where does the emotion come from that you feel as you read them? What degree of passion did the author have to have? What level of meticulousness did he have to command in order to portray the characters and events as he did? You must read thoroughly to the point where you can grasp all of these things. You must also see the great films. You must read the great screenplays and study the film theories of the great directors. If your goal is to become a film director, you must master screenwriting. Akira Kurosawa. Second quote. With a good script, a good director can produce a masterpiece. With the same script, a mediocre director can produce a passable film. But with a bad script, even a good director can't possibly make a good film. For a truly cinematic expression, the camera and the microphone must be able to cross both fire and water. The script must be something that has the power to do this. 
Akira Kurosawa. So what do you guys think of those quotes? I couldn't, you know what? When I was reading these quotes, I was just like, I couldn't imagine myself saying something so eloquent if I lived 10,000 years. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was beautiful and fucking deep. But like a, what he said in those two quotes essentially just sums up that book. It's just like you have to study and work hard and understand why things work. Um, and I think that's a, the, a really difficult part of screenwriting and just storytelling in general. Like why do some stories work and some don't? Why is... Uh, John Wick 1 so much better than John Wick 4. Why is uh, Lawrence of Arabia one of the best movies ever made, right? Like, And then really understand why. Not just say, movie good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like the movie because the man shoot the other guy in the face. And he had a big ugly face and he fucking died. The end. <laughs> That's my review of, uh, of uh, Mr. Rico. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, but, you know, like, what do you guys think about that? And how do you kind of go about understanding films? Do you try to uh, really break down and understand films and, and, and the books and stuff that you're reading? Do you really look at me and Alex and think books that you're reading? <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> uh, what? Like, read a book? Yeah, Mo I movies. think it's really... What about it? Movies. Do you, like... Do you try to break down and understand why movies work? Or do you just like watch for pure entertainment? Or like, how does that work for you? I think once you decide that you want to do filmmaking to any degree, you're breaking it down. I think that's everyone. I, I feel like um, my approach, especially with like the first time you fucking open uh, of what uh, you fucking child from the back, just pop it up and then slide it forward. That's what she said. See that little tab? <laughs> I can't do it. With like... No, I didn't use my nail. I used my finger. Yeah, like the flesh of my finger, you know? Um, Dude, I do not know how this lock works. Fucking kid. Well, you slide it back. Sorry, yeah. man. I'm just sorry. amazed. No, you're this. drinking it backwards. <laughs> you're like those Russian immigrants that didn't know how to eat bananas. <laughs> Do I peel it? Well, you wouldn't know either, okay? No, you're right. I just figured it out. <laughs> I understood. That's why I read Strawberry Kiwi, Paps Blue Ribbon. You probably drink Paps when it was popular, huh? You fucking fucker, Alex. Paps is okay. That was okay. Remember for, when it was so popular? I remember you used to only used to drink it. Yeah, you fucking no, hipster. No, I didn't. I got it because it was cheap, okay? Oh, God damn it. Uh, no, because right. I thought it tasted good, you cocksuckers. Oh, Don't right. you turn it around on me. I remember the pink pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the, those were styling, man. They were salmon. Oh, oh, oh dude. That's like, that's every single... <laughs> Hey, let me tell hey, you, yeah, there's me, a clear difference, look, okay? There's a very look, clear difference between salmon and yes, pink, okay? You sound like every other hipster that drank PBR <laughs> when it was cool. Was like, <laughs> when it was cool. Ain't cool no more. What's cool now? Pat's Blue Ribbon High Seltzer. Oh, oh, everyone's all about the White Claws now, <laughs> huh? Is, uh, is People, that kind of is, I thought that died out. I don't really know. I'm not into things or hip... <laughs> Well, you know, I'm, I'm an unintentional I'm, hipster. <laughs> no, you know I'm what? Really I think it's getting hip. It's the mixed drinks that are in the cans. Oh, you're right. 
Because I heard those so are pretty everybody's good. Really? Doing something like, like that. Like the highballs yeah. and stuff? What the no. fuck is a highball? You get an eight ball? No, oh, are they no. called highballs or no, something? No, I feel like that's already, like, they don't have a chance with what's going on right now. Oh, highball, that fucking liquor market shit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, that's like, you literally yeah. like shake it up and then you drink it. And <laughs> it's like chocolate milk and whiskey. And you, you, you just get diarrhea for three days. <laughs> no, not that shit. It's literally like a, <laughs> a Jack and Coke. Really? Yeah. It's like a pre-mixed? Yeah. <laughs> These kids, there's... There ain't That's, no hope, but I've heard from alcoholics, it's not bad. See, but you don't say alcoholics liking booze. <laughs> mm. Mm. Shit just gets lazier and lazier, Didn't man. Consider that, dude. I, I, had a, I had a friend that was a pretty hardcore alcoholic. That motherfucker would would drink fucking rubbing alcohol out of the toilet, man. Well, once dickhead comes out, then we can discuss <laughs> that. That's fair. So uh, I guess I have another quote from Akira Kurosawa to read. <laughs> Holy shit. I thought that was like 12 quotes. Oh, okay. We're waiting for Alex to get back. So yeah, buddy, you want to you know, tell me more about these mixed drinks? I don't want to talk about mixed drinks, do you? No, not really. What do you got going on? Ah, uh, fuck. I don't know, man. <laughs> How about that mixed drinks? <laughs> yeah. No, no I, I did work on scene six. Oh, nice, um, nice, nice. I like, I lit the joint up, you know, and I was like, Weed, come guide me. And I got like, I finished an important segment. And I, I was able to draw out a lot of heart. But then, you know, I was getting like super high. So I started getting in my thoughts. And now... I want to do another cut of it, like save that one to show you, and mm-hmm. then also do another one where it just kind of shows more of the back um, elements to the character, the back story. Not story, but just elements of the character. For instance, Jennifer, that she likes to bang. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking about how important it is that that comes through. It's not necessarily um, important. It is important because... But it is important. But it, like, I mean, I think you can... If someone saw it and it, they never saw that element to her character, they'd be fine with it. I remember how upset everyone was when we were talking about how we wanted to have a female character that liked sex. Yeah. And everyone was oh. like, girls don't like sex. And I was like, that's pretty sexist. <laughs> yeah, but those were our partners. No, no, it wasn't oh. even just them. It was fucking everybody. <laughs> And we were like, what is wrong with you guys? Of course girls like sex. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, when we were writing Dickhead and we were like letting people read the script, everyone was giving a shit because we had Jennifer, our f- female lead. She like liked to have sex. Not that she liked to have sex, but she was like a bit of a sex hound, right? Like yeah, she, she was... Hey, well, if she saw a guy, she'd hook up with them. Which, yeah, but which also, people would be, you know. Well, she because we have some very. But we explore the reason later is because she uses that as, uh, like almost like a self medication for like her depression and her like loneliness. Oh yeah, and it stuff. feels that hurt. Yeah, the cum fills the hurt. You know, ain't that the truth, man? So I mean, I, I remember like, and we had we had to like actually like. Be like, hey, look, this is like what we're trying to do, what we're trying to accomplish. 
And they were like, girls don't like fucking boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. God damn. It's prime on this show. It's just prime time right now. <laughs> prime time. <laughs> we're just getting started. Welcome to As the kids say, we're going to spill some tea. (laughs) That's what the kids say, I think. I heard someone say that in marketing. (laughs) Marketers, they're all about the kids, you know. Fucking goddamn Epstein fuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What are we talking about? Freedom of speech. Oh, Kira Kurosawa quote. Yeah. Wow, really? We barely got to the second quote? No, this is third quote. There's three quotes from this dude? Didn't you say, damn, he really doesn't run a retire, huh? (laughs) I wrote, well, he's dead. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) You racist, wrong Japanese, man. Oh, yeah, that was Miyazaki. (laughs) Fuck. Akira Kurosawa. I don't know why I said it like that. that... (laughs) My bad. (laughs) So, I wonder, as I was just looking up for uh, quotes for him, I was just like, this guy is a fucking genius. Like, yeah, literally. It kind of hurts how bad like the separation is, because I I think I'm just smart enough to realize how far away I am. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> from that. That uh, you know that really hurts. I mean, um, he's one of the greatest ever. It's not even. I mean, I think he's just a really smart dude. He's really thoughtful, and I'm just like, you know. Uh, so. I can take take a quote from him so we can sound smarter and uh, hopefully educate our audience with genius. Make me believe Akira Kurosawa <laughs> himself is right in front of me. So this giving is giving me this wisdom. This is our new new no fuck. channel your this inner our, Akira. Kurosawa. This is our main discussion, and uh, this quote should hopefully lead us into this discussion. What is cinema? The answer to this question is no easy matter. Long ago, the Japanese—I even got to the hard words yet. Well, <laughs> shit. Long ago, the Japanese novelist Shiga Naoya presented an essay written by his grandchild as one of the most remarkable prose pieces of his time. He had it published in a literary magazine. It was entitled "My Dog," and ran as follows: My dog resembles a bear. He also resembles a badger. He also resembles a fox. It proceeded to enumerate the dog's special characteristics, comparing each one to yet another animal, developing into a full list of the animal kingdom. God damn, that kid knew all the animals? <laughs> However, the, <laughs> the essay closed with, but since he's a dog, he most resembles a dog. Can you, can you repeat the last two lines? Yeah, he said, but since he's a dog, <laughs> he most resembles a dog. I remember bursting out laughing when I read this essay, but it makes a serious point. See, look, we bursted out laughing, just like Kurosawa. <laughs> cinema resembles so many other arts. If cinema had literary characteristics, it also had theatrical qualities, a philosophical side, attributes of painting and sculpting and musical elements. But cinema... In the final analysis, is cinema. Akira Kurosawa. <laughs> no, 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 no comments from the peanut gallery. That's nice. Okay. Yeah. It's just okay. <laughs> Greatest, you around. say, huh? I thought it was pretty profound myself. Yeah? How did it move you? 
I, I, I because I think uh, sometimes we kind of forget that uh, cinema is just uh, and films are something of a whole. We like to think, oh, you know, this edit was bad or this cut was bad or the coloring is bad or something. But it's like we got to examine, you know, every every aspect. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, you know, we want to buy an expensive camera, but then we have no money for, you know, a composer. And like that has to all be in consideration and to to a degree, right? Like we need to have a composer and we need to make sure every element is uh, handled because cinema as a whole is all encompassing. Yeah. That's what I thought about it. Definitely. Alex? (laughs) (laughs) Um, The one thing that like... I don't know. It's kind of like... Did you like the part about the dog? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Alex. It kind of worries me like... um, On the way like certain people look at it. Like... uh, you you also want to remember that you're watching a film, but you're, you're don't like I would like I the distractions of trying to look at things individually. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I start paying attention to the just the cinematography, which is a art in itself, right? Yeah, I'll lose myself from the story, and I think that happens to people. And it's like. Where I'll, I'll watch, if I watch a new movie, I'll have to tell myself, like, don't pay attention to anything individually. Don't pay attention to just the audio, right? Because then you kind of like, you're pulled away from the story. So, like, the purpose of everything is obviously it, to make one whole film. Everything within itself, you know what I mean? It's a universe of fucking different forms of art. Yeah, and and you can go fucking down the rabbit hole for each one of those, but just to remember that their whole purpose is to create one movie, and that's what I feel like you always got to remember. Like, yeah, there's all different art forms, but it's for this one purpose, and that's what you got to remember. It's all for this one thing. It's a story. Can I ask you guys something? Yes. Like, let's go far out there. AI is 20 years old, you know. We got hovering cars now. We're living in outer space. Like, it's transformed in 20 years. Let me tell you. That's how fast it's going, I'll tell you. So, because what is cinema ultimately, right? It's like this visual story that you kind of experience on a visceral level. Certain films, at least. And... Video games, they're like movies now, but now you're experiencing them, right? Like, for instance, you don't get really scared for any movie, buddy. You're just not one of those people who get scared watching a movie. Although you do talk a lot when you get scared, too. So now you do talk a lot through most movies. That's uh, how I defend myself against Yeah, the I just realized that might have been the defensive mechanism. Anyways. Definitely. That's why at the end of Rick, I was like, that Paris Hilton did. <laughs> Because that's how I survived that movie. Because when she got shot on the screen, I was just like, damn, dude, thank God I wear an adult diaper. <laughs> you guys seen Rick? Yeah, Rick. Yeah. Is, you seen I that? just watched it. Not, you know uh, the like end of that ago. movie when she's up in the top floor? That's one of the scariest endings, dude. And it's just like, 
God damn, dude. Like, One of the scariest looking monsters I've ever seen. Right? Yeah. It's because it looks kind Great. of like, you know, like a... All right, let's try that again. <laughs> it's because uh, she looks uh, really scary. She's <laughs> all emaciated and she's yeah. been locked up in that apartment. And it's like, damn, dude, you know, that bitch started COVID and shit, you know? No. Oh, here's my point. Okay. So now imagine Resident Evil seven right you played it the yeah. first person we mm-hmm. we beat it like in one day was mm-hmm. that shit not fucking scary through like a majority of that it is um i will say the biggest difference between uh like video game uh, the video game experience and a film experience is the film is you don't get to make a choice exactly in a video game the choice is yours like if you need to like if you want to go down the left hallway you can go left and try to go down i mean some games are like so linear that that's unimportant. Like it's like playing a visual uh, film experience. Yeah, because you don't really have choices. You're just clicking along. Yeah. Um. But that lack of control is what, and that feeds into the storytelling of the director and uh, the screenwriter. Because and just everyone involved is like, we are choosing the experience for you. We're making the decisions for you so that you can experience what we want you to experience. But isn't it the same thing because they're only giving you a limited uh, script? To this, right? To an ex- you don't have all of your creative thoughts at your to an extent, ability. yes. But then I I watch like a speed run of Resident Evil Seven where the dude like just knifes the girl like three times, and then he's done with the game in eight seconds, and it's like that was a video game. He completed it just like we did, but he did it in eight seconds because he found like a glitch that teleported yeah. to the end with three knives, and he stabbed a bitch. You know, like. Is that like that's also the same experience? Like, is that but no, it's not, it's not intended, but that's not the same experience, exactly. Yeah, movies are better. No, I think, well, one, I think maybe there'll be like some marriage, it'll be like that one movie with uh Ray Fiennes, remember, and he puts those things on his head and then he's experiencing their shit. You know that movie? It's like in the future with Angela Bassett. Mm, and he think... puts this thing on his, his head and then he sees the murder of a woman. And the crazy thing about it is it's sold on the black market because you experience what they're gonna what they experience. Yeah. So like there's a ton of porn and then all this other hedonistic shit. Cause it's like you can experience all of the feelings like of someone just before they die mm-hmm. and you don't die. So it's like this highly addictive thing. No idea for that movie, huh? I'm trying to think of what it is. I want to say it's like, it's not the Imaginarium of whatever, right? No, it came out like in 2000. Yeah. Or 1990. Man, you guys didn't fucking watch movies, man. Don't you understand? That I watched Les Them. <laughs> <laughs> you watched Les Them. Okay? <laughs> You're talking about Red Dragon? No. You mean Voldemort? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex. Steven's gone. He was too depressed. Off himself. I wanted to ask you. Ask me. How do you know? So, do you get a lot of ideas? Like, do you have a lot of ideas for movies and stuff always going through your mind? Um, I feel I feel like I get when when I am. It's it's weird. Sometimes my inspirations come from certain like music. Or thinking about certain visuals, which obviously, as like 
to like trying to like uh, push for more of like a cinematography like like career. I think that's where I get my inspirations is thinking of visuals and or if I see something in person, you know, something like oh, I'm like, oh, like how cool. Just like with like thinking about Mr. Rico and thinking about like just people dancing in general, you know, so like visuals definitely are where I think I get like stories from. So then how do you know uh, when an idea is, I guess, for lack of a better word, good enough to to pursue? Hmm. I mean, I think the first thing, and I think there's something that a lot of people have to consider is when it's, when it's too, uh, it's too out of range when it comes to like, you got the PBR seltzer. Yes. You're uh, you just interrupted Alex. He was talking about uh. Well, I'm sorry. I'm kind of going off script a bit. And okay. I, asked, I asked him how he knows. Kind of, huh? Um, how he knows when an idea is good enough to pursue. Like when is it? Oh, when do you know question. an idea is good enough? Uh, like I, back to what I was saying is. Probably something realistic that a lot of people deal with is when when they're thinking about writing a script is whether you can actually film it, you know. And that's like something I've seen on so many, you know, tutorials with like Film Riot and so many other filmmaking channels. Is like, hey, like write to what you can actually film. That's you can film a little... donkey taking a shit doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. mean it's good. Oh yeah, of course, of course. But you know, you could have a really good idea, and it's like, well, do you have the the effects that could keep up with that or the set design or the actors, you know what I mean? Like I I would actually love to like write and film like, like a romantic, you know, like movie, right? A romance. Oh yeah. I, yourself. I, I would be down. <laughs> but, 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 but here's, here's the, here's the, that's the thing. It's like, I don't know a single person that I feel like I could trust to cast other than yourself, you know, that's right. Yeah, no, no. Sure, yeah, bro. No, that's those are hard shoes to fill. That's right. Only you know the character <laughs> like you, and what's more real than I'm mean, real? You can right. even call him Alex. Yeah. So don't even change your character's name. Just call him Alex. Exactly. Yeah. Alex. I'd watch yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Alex reminds me just of American Psycho, right? Just at some point, he's in front of the mirror. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, there's a fucking chainsaw and a lot of blood. <laughs> Shit, I watched that movie. Uh, uh, chainsaw would be too fast. I'd rather just... So you want to make a romantic comedy, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Just no, that's what you no. said. It's cool. I mean, as like, you don't have to be ashamed. I'm I'm using that as like a reference, is like, you know, like knowing what you have to actually make the film. You know, that's, that would be the first thing that makes me consider whether it's like worth diving into a story that's worth pursuing, right? I, I, so you wanted to make a movie about a bunch of copyrighted licensed music. Yes. That we don't have. Yes. (laughs) Uh oh. (laughs) But I mean, all right. I feel like uh, inspiration comes from all kinds of things. And sometimes you gotta, I don't know, cut some corners. Oh, hell yeah. 
Well, well we're it. indie shit, man. We ain't doing that. So you got to make the square fit. So you want to do a romance movie, huh, Alex? I uh, I wouldn't mind. I I would totally be down for a pitch, romance. Can film. you pitch yeah. us your romance? No, I cannot. No, I can. God. I don't. Is, got does a, it involve a skater? I don't. I don't got a romance idea for you guys. I've yes, there, you do. There, yes, you do. Uh, look at that smile. Look, You're like, well, maybe there, I dabbled a little there, bit of notes. There, there are times where like some thoughts. You know, like there's a, there's some thoughts about like what would be a good like romance story, but either Doesn't way, start like he was a skater boy. He <laughs> says, "See you later." <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> I love story. Uh, by Alex. <laughs> he never wrote her back. <laughs> they just slow Alex skating away <laughs> as a credits roll. <laughs> he just skated, having yeah, a good day, <laughs> right into the sunset. Uh, that's besides the point. When I, when, okay. I, when I'm trying to say is like you know what you were asking you know write to what you can actually shoot and like tell a good story you know yeah. like you're not fucking uh perfect example uh, have you guys ever seen the movie what is it 13 assassins yes by the samurai yes and in the final battle scene and there's a point to where like oh like Somebody had this great idea of like lighting these bulls on fire. Do you remember this? And they crash into the fucking village. Yeah. That was some terrible CGI. Oh, yeah. It was just absolutely. And the movie itself is a, it's a great movie. I, I really enjoyed it. it I think a that's movie. a uh, Takashi Miike movie. But, but the thing is, like, obviously. <laughs> Well, no. You had enough Japanese people on the podcast already. <laughs> oh, I mean. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh. Uh, but, you know. It like, is. Goddamn. I feel pretty proud of myself. Goddamn library. Oh, yeah. I got to get another one. Yeah, and he was telling me he had a full beer. I knew he was lying to me looking at his bottle. You treat me like I'm so fucking dumb and hot. It's, it's dumb. I was like, that's empty. It's a dark glass. I can't see the liquid. Look at how he gaslights me. He's like, just take the beer and go to your seats, dude. <laughs> okay, are you sure you don't want a beer? I opened one. Yes. I'm drinking it. It's full. Even guilt tripped you and said, don't you have another one? Where's <laughs> yeah, I just, right? I just He's finished like, oh, it. Are you done over there? Hey, I just finished it. You see what I put through? Look, he's trying to talk about CGI balls. He's trying to ignore the goddamn question. The question was, pitch us your goddamn romance movie. It ain't 13 Assassins with its dumb CGI balls. Hey, that was I want to hear the romance movie. They can't pitch it. Open up your heart. No, Look, it's not ready. Steven and I will both pitch our romance movies, but you got to go first. I don't have a romance movie. I don't write that shit. Do I have a romance? Yes, one. See? But it's not All right, a romance. Why don't you pitch it? Pitch it first. I'm just kidding. Don't. We don't have to, we don't have to go into this. It's oh, fine. see, look. He's oh, afraid. Oh, no. I, my next story, I do want it to be a, a romance. But it's about a breakup. And a guy's miserable and suicidal. Okay. Okay. That's that's the pitch. <laughs> pretty much it. it. It's a story. It's a start. I thought so. All right. What about you, buddy? What, pitch romance? Yeah. Okay, so it's about this guy. And all he wants in the world is to find love. But no one loves him. Oh, you judge me. So he creates a virus that kills everyone except the you person that he loves. And everyone dies. <laughs> and he's all alone. 
<laughs> the end. That's the ultimate implication, huh? Yeah, it's just my life. He was a skater boy. <laughs> <laughs> he said, see you later. Boy, Alex, your turn. Oh, God. It's not even a good romance. You know, I got a good romance for you right here. Tell so, it to me. So, two Japanese kids <laughs> come to America to find uh, fame and fortune in acting. Mm-hmm. And uh, they start to grow apart because the f- girl becomes way more famous than the guy and he get, and gets a little obese. You, know? you mean the brother? No, the guy. It's their, their loving couple. Oh. And he gets a little obese. You know, he starts not shaving and stuff like that. And she's like famous and she's like getting all the roles and she's really like getting big. And it's just like, oh my God, look at, she's so cool. And then he's like, well, remember when we loved each other? And so he starts going to the gym and crossfitting and uh, he gets all handsome looking, but she's like, I liked you when you were fat. You stupid idiot. <laughs> and so he eats a bunch of Doritos. And dies. No. and oh. uh, And she's like, Give me more Doritos. <laughs> and he goes, I can't do it. You'll get fat and you'll, and then she gets fat and he doesn't love her anymore. The end. I saw you, I'm not selling any good romances today. No, you're giving me shit. <laughs> you just want to kill, kill yourself. <laughs> Give me a break. Alex, come on. You can do better than us. I, Jesus Christ. I got, I got nothing. Uh, what I have is probably very typical. And, It'll be better. Yeah. <laughs> Don't I've, worry. So, like, the only, like, idea I've had is, like, a uh, struggling musician, longtime girlfriend, like, high school sweetheart. They have a kid together. You know, they go back and forth from, like, commitment issues, obviously. And he's in a band, so he has his issues. He cheats on her. Stuff like that. They try yeah, to. Yeah, he's in a band. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? He, he he's you know, he's they, in a band. He fucks. Let's, <laughs> let, let's say like they've tried to work it out for a long time, and like eventually they just call it quits. You know, issues with the baby, seeing them fight, and all that. And then eventually, you know, he just goes on his like demon mode, being in the band. He just doesn't give a fuck. You know. Now he's fucking he's being, everything. Yep. And then with that, he meets a girl that, like, he, he at this point, he's like saying, like, I don't give a fuck about, like, feelings or anything. I just got the AIDS. And I just got That's the AIDS. That's how it, I was going to say it ends. Yeah. But I got AIDS. And she's like, but I love you. He's like, no, <laughs> the AIDS. <laughs> it's, oh. clo- it's kind of close to that. It's, oh, it's Okay. It's so, but then he meets, like, the one girl, like, that he's like, oh, like, she's really cool. Like, and then, you know, you could see that they have chemistry and they, they're trying to make things work. And like while things are looking up, he starts to realize that like um, like he has health issues, and he realizes he has cancer. And like then he has to, he realizes he has cancer. Yeah, he doesn't get a diagnosed. Huh? No, no, <laughs> he's like she just <laughs> they're not the size of grapefruits normally. <laughs> he, <laughs> oh my god, I thought I was just wailing down the grapefruits, the fucking blood coming out of his ass, and oh you know, nice, unless that's a normal thing. Please, oh, me. he got the Patrick Swayze at cancer. <laughs> Damn, he had pancreatic. So, yeah, yeah then, so that's the bad. That's the baddest bad ass one, one man. No, I think the baddest ass one is the bone one, isn't it? Oh yeah, bone cancer is probably the baddest ass one. Man. The pancreatic is like second to bad. Cancer ass. sucks. I cancer think I'm does. probably gonna die to cancer. I think most people, most people do. Are. But you yeah. know what's crazy? You know what I learned? It sucks. I want to die. I want to die to something cool, like well, not a shark attack, because that. No, I don't want that. 
I don't, I don't want to fall to my death. I'd like to die having sex. Yo. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? gotta I mean, go. You gotta like, go. You gotta go, go, you know? A heart Come attack, on. whatever stroke. I'll take whatever they give me, but, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, please. Uh, this that. is why we don't have a camera. It's <laughs> Miss Steven going no, fucking what? Super Saiyan all dying. <laughs> That's deep in the fucking goddamn lady's gash. Jesus That's Christ. Bad. All right, that fine. Would, that would be such die? a beautiful shot. <laughs> Tomorrow. Like, <laughs> 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 Damn, sure. Uh, what about you, Alex? <laughs> How high? No, how do you want to uh, die? How do I want to die? Yeah. Man, uh, it, to me, it would be like in the rain. <laughs> Damn, like, he has that like epic dramatic like in the rain. Spike Spiegel. Huh? <laughs> no. no. Flower petals falling on you oh, and yeah. shit. So, yeah. Uh, it doesn't I have like to be it, that. Man. It doesn't have to be that dramatic. But like, I mean, I, I would say like. Like for sure, like in a forest, like if I could be surrounded by trees in the I'd, rain, yeah, in the rain, that'd be perfect. So how that are you? That like... perfect. <laughs> I like how Stephen says, Alex, how do you want to die? And he says, where I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Does the tree fall on you? Are you drowning in this situation? Well, damn, in that case, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, that that that's a tough one. I mean, I, I guess it would have to be like. If if it's on, if I'm dying, I would want to be overdosing. To be honest, like yeah, you know, I'll that, know, that would be the best way. I'll say something no one ever mentioned: getting mauled to death. <laughs> that's pretty like low that's, on my. You know, to be fair, yeah. that's pretty low on my list. Well, like because you you were mentioning like who said shark attack. Somebody said shark Steven attack. said it. Dude, <laughs> Steven's you, just like, I want did, a bear to kill me. I want a did, shark to kill right. me. Did you guys watch the fucking uh, video of the guy who got eaten up by the shark in Egypt? Did you guys oh, watch that? Oh, God, no. no. I think I saw it from Dude. Tom Segura. They showed it on a clip. It, oh, and yeah. they didn't edit it because I hate I, seeing that I, shit. I, I still haven't been able to watch like the, the non-blurred version. But oh, even, even with it blurred is pretty fucked up. Maybe it didn't and it, it just... Like after watching it, I was like, "Man, I can't get in my fucking like shower without being." <laughs> yeah, dude, like, you, it's so like going out shark. It's shower. It's, it's fucking. Both. I mean, that, <laughs> sharks uh, come out of the shower. I, I, you uh, dumb dumb. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's just fucking. It's it's sketchy how like how you what you can watch all these documentaries where people are like, "Oh my god, like sharks will never hurt you." Blah blah oh, blah. Yeah. Pet them. They're like dogs. Pet them. What the yeah, fuck, dude? Like I'm. Yeah, I literally. They I, say pet the sharks there's, now. There's, there's <laughs> 2023. Have you heard? There's a document. Uh, Greta Thunberg. There's a there's a documentary on Netflix called Tales by Light, and there's like they go through like a team of photographers who do like photography with all these like schools of sharks. Yeah. And they try to keep explaining. They're like, yeah, like, you know, it's really rare. They don't, yeah, they, you know, sharks go to school. They literally, <laughs> they like, they will, when they talk about it, they're like, it's like they, they compare it to a dog. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, ask that guy in Egypt, like, you know, fucking yeah. the, how. Well, like, there's you know still I mean? people like, who are mauled to death by a dog. Yeah. That sounds I'm, worse I mean, than a shark. A, that's a good Way point. more people are mauled to death by yeah. dogs but than not, sharks. I'd rather get mauled swallowed. to death by a shark than a dog. I never even but seen a shark in real death, life. But to death. But like, I mean, a shark's got a better chance. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. Because it just makes you completely chance. afraid. I don't know. 
why was I thinking about someone just being nice to a shark and that being the funniest thing? And then you said school of sharks. <laughs> <laughs> that completely distracted me. Sorry. I had a thought. <laughs> yeah, you make a great point, Alex. You know, I'd watch that video. I'll watch it on Blur. You I mean, it's, it's oh no, it's, dude. It's rough. I don't like watching. It's rough. It look, the, it well, look, You know, I chose the best time as a little family gathering, but it. <laughs> but <laughs> but it, it you want to watch a shark? <laughs> Maul is kind of dead. Yeah, dead. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. All the kids That's were my girl. All, all the kids were away. It was just me and my brother-in-laws. Yeah, it's um, always just the guys, huh? It was it like the just the conversation, like, "Hey, you want to see?" You know, this guy get shit. fucking balled to death by well, a shark. Well, I had my brother-in-law. He was like, "Hey, like this one guy did some bullshit. He jumped off a ship, and he got like he disappeared." And I was like, "Oh, you're talking about that guy from like the Russian tourist in Egypt who, who got mauled by a shark." And so I showed Isn't him that mauling. If a shark does it, what does mauling mean? I don't know. What's <laughs> <laughs> does that definition change when it's a shark? I'm just, I don't know. I'm just asking questions. I mean, Regardless. like real, real quick, like he had no idea what I was about to show him. We were talking about two different things. So what he showed me, like I showed him the like video in Egypt and he was fucking traumatized. He was no, like, yeah, dude. And, and, and he was like, this is not what I was talking about. <laughs> he was like so he was so bummed out and then he and put I'm, on baby shark no. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I wanted to watch <laughs> and that's pretty let's much. go hunt 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 and then he cuts into the Egypt guy just like getting fucking ripped apart and like screaming like sing aisle you know like he said he was from Germany <laughs> what no he didn't I thought he said that he was a German Nazi that got mauled by a shark in Egypt it's sad though Russian, when you think about Russian. that. It's not as sad. It's, huh? it's, like, it's, oh. it's really fucked up. <laughs> Don't want to no. be sad about Nazis getting murdered in Germany. I mean, but, in Egypt. <laughs> I mean, the the thing that really bothered me when that was like there was a big buzz about that was somebody talking about it at work and they were reading through the comments and this this was literally the next day and there was already a guy fucking ha- has a stupid troll comment on there. And I was like, dude, this is fucking sick. It's this real. is so sick. And I, I was kind of getting mad at like my coworker because I was like, dude, like, I was like, are you watching this to be entertained or are you watching this because you care? You know, like, why are you watching this? And he was trying to tell me, he was like, well, he's like, it's kind of like educational. Like, you know, yeah. to I see, like, <laughs> no, I, I thought that was interesting when he said that. He was they like, They are schools of sharks. <laughs> you gotta stay away from recess. <laughs> they come out during recess, man. You know, they're, ta- <laughs> they're taking you to school. <laughs> That's for sure. fucking shark. But yeah, like, I, I don't know. I was like, You're making, to me, I was like, You're making excuses. Like, if, yeah. I feel like sometimes social media is desensitizing other people. With well, fucking death, right? like oh, death, God, dude, dude, and I get so annoyed. Like when, like, uh, one of my roommates, he always wanted to send me like th- that kind of like shit, like uh, best, best gore, and like all this shit of people dying. And I'm like, dude, I bless. I, I tell him, I'm like, a lot of those. I'm videos. like, I don't want to fucking see that. I'm already fucking stressed out as it is. And he's like, well, don't you like horror films? And that's literally his, his, like, he'll be like, don't you like horror films and stuff? And I'm like, those are completely different yeah, things. It's always, Damn, you, it's it's always pretend. It's you, like you Halloween. Live, you live with an, like an incel? No. Those are, this I guy mean, sounds like an incel. 
The only and people I'm... that watch videos of like beheadings. No, that's not true. That's really. I have a lot of family members who are not incels. I'd be like, hey, check out this video and just joke about it. Like, <laughs> when what what was that website where they showed all the dead bodies? Like rotten.com? Uh, yeah, maybe it was rotten.com. That was like one of There the, was another well, one. Because we also used that for forensics class. Like, they were like, yeah, just go to the website. You'll see the aftermath of like the police photos. Yeah. You know, and, and when that shit was first coming out, yeah, man, my family always wanted to see that. It's like, oh, do you hear about that beheading video? Because remember, that had never come out before. Yeah. And then with all the terrorism, that shit started being a thing. And they would watch that shit. They're like, look, you can hear when he stops. He's no longer able to scream because his like vocal cord or whatever just snapped at that point. And it's just like, fuck that, man. Yeah. Damn, and that's that. that's the shit that's like there's a huge difference between that and horror films oh absolutely. you know a horror films for fun you know no one got hurt it's like anything scary right we we like even with that shit there's a certain amount of titillation to it like just this taboo and there's an allure to it right kind of like yeah um, going back to movies like um leather or pinhead hellraiser right mm-hmm. but also at the same time, you know, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> oh, the difference between real uh, violence and uh, horror film yeah. violence. And so when you see it in a horror film, like, yeah, like, like you can just enjoy it. Like, as disgusting as it may be, you at least know, like, okay, at least no one really suffered. But when you see that real life shit, because also the most terrifying thing about the real life stuff is how just, like, un cinematic uncinematic it is it's not just this grand thing it's always just simple and quick like i remember there's this famous one of the senator who mailed himself a gun pulls it out on like the screening because he got busted for some shit yeah and and he just just, yeah and you just see the blood come out of his eyes and mouth and just like his body instantly go limp and it was like yeah like that was way more terrifying than seeing sunny and godfather get shot like 70 times you know that Mm -hmm were paled in comparison to the real life I remember. and how uncinematic, how undramatic it is. Because yeah. it's pixelated too. Yeah. You know, it's like 90s it's bad. Not, yeah, I remember I watched that video of that crazy Bjork guy that kills himself. I've never seen that. There's like this guy that's obsessed with Bjork. I've only seen a few. And he yeah. made like a really... Oh, it wasn't on YouTube, right? He did it. Yeah, episodes? he did like a I really long that. live stream where he would just like listen to like Bjork and then the last video is him killing himself. And I remember watching it on like archive.org. And I was like, this is so fucking weird because this is just like this guy's life. And then he's just like, eh, I guess it's over now. Bjork yeah. doesn't know who I am. That's like gonna kill myself. It's like, wow, okay. And and you know, did I, he do it listening to her music? Fuck <laughs> 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 this. This is who I was obsessed with. But yeah, I mean, it's just like I, the I'm one thing I like always, a super fucked up. Or it may be a beautiful scene in a way. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about it like cityscape like behind him. (laughs) He's all looking out, feeling the breeze. Dude, he's like in his room in his underwear and shit. Yeah, man. And it's like I heard about it. And he filmed this? It's really disturbing. Because like he would send all this shit to her and stuff. Try to send it to her or whatever. Right. Damn, could you imagine what that did to her? But the thing is that it's like when people get shot in real life, it's just like like there's no like big explosion they don't fly mm. back against the wall it's just like pop and then 
and then that's it. Yeah, it's and then you ass. just like a little bit of blood coming down. It's not like you know fucking RoboCop and <laughs> like <laughs> like I'm consider that with like Ed two oh nine murdering that guy and at the like that's consider the, that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the movies, right? Like Ed two oh nine murdering that guy in RoboCop in the boardroom meeting. Like there's such an absurdity to to it where it, that is comical. That it's comical. And I mean, a lot of horror has that kind of violence as well. Even like the more realistic violence, I would say like maybe The Shining has some more realistic violence. Well, I'm thinking of like uh, um, Eli like, Roth, right? Hostile. Or Terrifier. Or Green Inferno. Oh, Ter- Green Inferno, man. You know, you know, like the movie's doing good when you feel a certain way and Green Inferno like made me like, fuck. You know, I got to admit, those people, man. Like, me always feel that way. Yeah, like. Well, yeah, because it's like. Uh, it's like another mauling. Or did you ever go to McDonald's, bro? <laughs> they got some good chicken nuggets. That's very true. Uh, actually, I hate McNuggets. Really? I don't like McNuggets. Yeah, I, you just... know what? I recently had some McNuggets and I fucking hate them the too. I really hate their garbage. I don't like garbage. their. I really hate their texture. Um, and I think. They... Oh, now you're Mr. Picky, huh? <laughs> Whoa, wait. <laughs> like... wait. Look, first of all, they're very spongy. I don't know if you yes. like. You don't you, like but... eating sponges and, made oh, out of meat, and not only that. But they they always uh, like bragged about like the tempura style of of the nuggets. Oh, this but, motherfucker! I've been in San Francisco for fifteen years. Look, look, and I've had tempura all oh, over, dude. Even before, like I'm just saying, like you know, when you have like <laughs> even before a curacao, fucking McDonald's suck. <laughs> Let me tell you, no, but yeah, I definitely like dude, nugs. No, like I mean. If you have tempura, that's those. That's not fucking regular tempura, man. If you have shrimp, shrimp tempura, or like the veggies, or just like a couple rolls, it's not the just same. A couple rolls, just a couple rolls. You know what uh, I heard from your mom's house? McDonald's has their own like special Coke blend. What? Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, it's like their own special one. I guess it's a bit of a secret. Really? Yeah, and, and they because I guess they serve Cokes the best way. Coke, uh, McDonald's Coke is like best Coke. Yeah, because Tom Segura had it. He was talking about the dish. I was like, I never know. I can't barely tell the difference between Pepsi and Coke. What the fuck are you talking about other Cokes? Damn, bro. Did someone you heard burn this? off all your taste buds when you were a baby? You heard this from my mom's house? Is that what you said? Yeah. Your mama's house. Uh, that's the podcast name. Oh, okay. Not yeah. your actual mama. He's like, like what the, the fuck? fuck you doing with my mama, bro? He's <laughs> like, shit, at least I'm, you're taking my... I just met your podcast, buddy. You, you're your taking my mountain to McDonald's? You cocksucker. You're <laughs> fucking chicken nuggets. She's a goddamn burger Damn, king. Damn, she's going to think there's some timber. Motherfucker. Um, no, she he won't go. be mad if you take his mom to Arby's, though. Oh, in and out. No, Arby's, man. There's, there's <laughs> she's no a high Arby's, class dude. She gets in and out. I made Arby's the best tagline. Come to Arby's. There's no line. (laughs) (laughs) That was good, buddy. (laughs) Or welcome to Arby's. There's no line. That's a very good point, man. Like, I'm surprised. You never got a wait line if you go to Arby's. Is that... Do we still have the Arby's that is by the... Uh, Somehow, man. There's a lot of money laundering that goes out around here. Our Arby's are like goddamn zombies. You can't kill them. They just keep coming back. <laughs> There's no one there, but they're always their lights are always on even during the pandemic. Yeah. The one on Bear Valley, bro. Yeah, that's, that's the only one, dude. Holy that's shit. Like the only one up Dude, here. and there's also one uh, by Costco. Of course you would know. I like Arby's. <laughs> yeah, I know. But uh, you're the one motherfucker keeping the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's expensive. Can I get your Arby's? Yes, Tom. 
They're so, still alive. No, not today, Tom. How do you think I thought of the joke? I, I just always blaze through. Uh, always get the same thing. Give me that roast beef and cheese, you know. You know, everyone talks about shitting themselves. I had Arby's once or twice. I didn't shit myself. Mm. No, I've never shit myself. Actually, you know, I've I kind of liked it. You know, weirdly enough, uh, I think 2022, uh, I shit myself more <laughs> than I ever did in my <laughs> entire life. Wait, what do you mean by shit? You're like, like shit came out of my ass in my pants. <laughs> in your underwear, on your undies? I had to throw away underwear at work once. Were, were these- <laughs> Damn, bro, you drinking way too much. Or were these charts or were these legitimate? Like, no, it, I don't just, know what was going on. I was having like really weird stomach issues. Like, did you fart or did it just see? Because, like, no, it was just like I'm trying to hold it in, like, suck it in, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes you suck it so much, it creates like negative pressure. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And then it was just like, <laughs> and I'm just like, God damn it. <laughs> so it was just a silent cloud. You're Chernobyl. Yeah. And it was, and I remember because I didn't. I I was like, I can't, I can't use like a work bathroom because if someone looks in the, the toilet, they might or looks in the trash, they might see my underwear. So I went into like the lobby's bathroom and like I wrapped it up in a bunch of like toilet what paper. What about your pants? They weren't. So luckily, that a- my pants were spared. It was just a quick little spurt, you know, <laughs> just a little, a little spurt. just a little. So did you go back to work? Yeah, dude. Dang, you I charged myself. I just, I was just, I was just butt naked at work. Well, I was wearing pants. Butt naked at work. It was well, actually, have to. it was actually a really uh, uncomfortable feeling. I feel like I need that second layer. I don't like being uh, free balling. I don't like to free ball. Me neither. It, there's a very uncomfortable, that's, that's why I, unsafe I, feeling about it. That's why I said I was surprised that you went back to work. Because if I was in that situation, I would have gone home. I would have said, Fuck. especially when the pants stop. Start rubbing on you, dude. <laughs> oh, that feels so nice. <laughs> I don't know how motherfuckers do it. Uh, I mean, you gotta, you gotta. I, you know, I had you friends, gotta be grown up, dude. I, I had friends I skated with where we'd be skating in like over a hundred degree weather, and they're wearing pants and they're fucking going commando. I'm like, dude, that's nasty. That's <laughs> nasty. Well. I mean, you kind of need that layer for not only for. Pro- I like the support. Yeah, the support. <laughs> it's nice to just have it like. There's like some protection there. Uh, yeah, I- I'm telling protection. you, protection. <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen. <laughs> Fucking ant bite you with the dick. You never know. I, you know, I've always had fears of ants like crawling in my pee hole. Oh, really? That sounds, I never ants thought about going that. But that's terrifying. Because <laughs> I remember one day I woke up and they were like. There's like chips in the bed and ants were like all over me. And I was like, damn, did they get in my dude, pee hole? Don't, don't ants just on you just make you instantly like. Dude, yeah, I fucking and, hate it. They're the fucking worst, you know? And, and everyone like, has one an experience, right? Where like, it's like, man, ants were just covering me head to toe. Well, dude, I was attacked by queen ants at fucking like, elementary yeah, queen school. Queen ants? There's only one queen ant, There bro. was like a fucking, <laughs> dude, it was a goddamn bachelorette <laughs> party or something. Was it a fucking dude. school of queen ants? Goddamn, a school of queen ants mauled me to death. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, they bit me on the neck, man. It was like a goddamn vampire queen. Ass. I don't even fucking know, man. Bitch fucking hurt. My goddamn cunt. Um, what are we talking about? <laughs> oh, I, I mean, we went down the rabbit hole. Uh, queen ants. Yeah, queen Game ants bit. suck. Well, ants, man. I understand they're like useful for the environment or whatever, but fuck them. Yeah, they're, they're a pain in the ass. You, you know what? You know, I noticed there's been a lot of flies this year. 
Have you noticed that? I've noticed a lot of flies and like constantly just on you. I I don't know if you've dealt with that, but like the last couple weeks, they were just fucking on me. And I'm like, dude, I'm about to fight this fucking fly, dude. Like, you know, (laughs) good luck. (laughs) They're fucking fast. They are fast. Wait. The thing that sucks... They live in slow motion, bro. And <laughs> You're just like... <laughs> That's very, very true. But the the thing that sucks is when like a fly gets to you so bad that afterwards, I'm worried about like what other people are thinking when they see me. Like from... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like They think I'm schizo dude, trying to kill this fly. <laughs> like I've probably had times where... I'm reacting in my car like, fuck you. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm about to get in a fist fight, you know? (laughs) And I'm like, you know, in in the parking lot or something. And somebody's probably like, dude, like, what's wrong with that guy? You know what I hate the the most about flies? Uh, Is that they're like mostly harmless. They're just mm. annoyance. Like, if flies don't really bite you, like, I, I don't think most like regular like house flies or whatever, they don't bite you. Yeah, they're not going to give you AIDS. You know, they're not. I mean, they're not mosquitoes. They're not carrying around like dengue fever and shit. Like you're not going to get uh, malaria from a fly. Right. It's just a fucking. Have you ever heard of a bot fly? Yeah, no, I'm talking about the regular motherfucking flies. That is a regular fly. Depending on where you live, regular fucking flies like they don't. They're they're just harmless annoyances. Which is like kind of sad because it's like we want to exterminate the fuck out of them. Well, oh yeah, I'm, man, I made a soup outside in the front because the dogs poop, and the flies fucking are invading the house right now. So I mix it with uh, vinegar, apple cider vinegar, water, dish soap. The soup? Yeah, what I call it. It's like a death soup, and then I add honey <laughs> to it. <laughs> And when the suds are there, the flies just get attracted and then they'll just start drowning in the soup. But it's gross because you got to fill it to the top so they like immediately get dunked in. So every time you pick it up, you tend to spill a lot of the soup on your hands. They're really gross. Hold on, Steven. Like, have you ever thought about just like pouring the soup out? Well, yeah, but you got to take it from the table or the windowsill, wherever it's at. And, you know, walk it to wherever you're dumping it out at, man. There's I got like invaded a, by fucking flies, bro. Oh, no, the, don't you understand? Dude, I'm saying the flies this year have been really fucking bad. It's because of the, I think it's because of the moisture. I yeah. really analyze this. Yeah. And every time it <laughs> rains, like afterwards, dude, the fucking flies just swarm bad. It's really crazy. And uh, cause I norm I don't like getting like fly strips or fly traps. I tried it once, it didn't work. They flew around it. I put I put a bunch up, like all over, and like they're what did you kill somebody you're like seven remember (laughs) and then like the flies are just they just attach to it and they just like die like the slow death yeah but it's and it's like but at the same time i'm just like (laughs) sorry you were me buddy (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's your me fly even though the like i said the flies i think i'm pretty sure flies are mostly harmless well the the soup really kills them extremely fast they're actually really necessary for decomposition that soup yeah. But it starts with like a... Like literally a fly dipped in it and then it crawled out, but then it died on the wall of the cup. Jesus. <laughs> just, I was like, fucking shit, I made a yeah. death soup today. Okay. But I, only, I made some good death soup, but I only caught four. I mean, there's been times where literally it's been like 20 flies. 
Yeah. And they're like, dead. I, this this house could get invaded by flies, man, because of the fucking dogs. If people don't close the goddamn doors, and then I'll get invaded by like 30, 40 fucking flies, man. Can lot. you imagine that, buddy? You're talking That's about one lot. or two? No, I'm talking about that. Dude, I was I was just I had two spatulas in my head. I was dual wielding. I was just like, <laughs> and they don't stop. Huh? And there was just blood all over the kitchen <laughs> <Yeah>. and shit. <laughs> And I was like, God damn, dude, I was smashing the bread. I was just killing fucking flies. Yeah, after a certain right. point, you don't care, huh? You're like, <laughs> that's on a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> dude, because it was just like, holy shit. They were like, they don't leave you alone. No. God damn, they're like your mom, you they know? They drive you mad. <laughs> I mean, they fucking drive you mad, dude. I, well, what I was just telling Tom is like, you know, like sometimes I get like a little bit like embarrassed or nervous on like how somebody else is reacting to like seeing me like freak out on the fly. You know what I mean? Like, cause there are times where I'm just You chilling. freak out on me and it hurts. Well, you earned it, bitch. That's a- <laughs> you are a bitch. <laughs> but like, you know, like there's only so much time you could take with a fucking annoying ass fly yeah. where you're like, there's like, I'll just be so pissed. And I'm like, I'm about to rip everything apart. You know, <laughs> And then I'm like, God. Uh, there's like this. Alex is actually the Hulk. <laughs> he just hulks out for flies only. And then you got like some old lady or some family, like you know, trying to play frisbee, and they're looking over at you, like, "What the fuck is matter with this dude?" Like, you yeah. know, but it's a goddamn fly. But I feel like everybody How many goes. Families, are you watching play frisbee? Everyone outside before he's about to murder. It's, it's his last kind spot. Of, it's a kind of San Francisco shit. It's his last memory. <laughs> How about families? Yeah, that, that was the thing. I was there Hamlet's- in Griffith Park or what, whatever that fucking tower is. Sal- Sal- I was Gr- Sodomy Tower or whatever. Sodomy Tower. <laughs> and I and then I just saw all those families playing frisbee. And I was so pissed because there was this fucking little fly. <laughs> I was whacking that fly left and right. Wyatt Tower. No, what the fuck is that tower called? The big tower. It's a Columbus, right? Christopher Columbus. I like, don't know. Isn't it dedicated to him or some shit? Christopher the, Columbus. Did Christopher time. Columbus even come to the California? Fuck if I know. I don't know where he went. He didn't even know where he went. So, <laughs> exactly. That's his whole story. His whole story is like, <laughs> I just showed up and killed. <laughs> Would you guys be opposed to a Fly remake? No, I want to do a remake of the Fly, but it's going to be called The Cat. Oh, God. And a guy, uh, it's a love story, actually. Oh, no. And uh, let me pitch it to you. This is actually my real romance movie. Okay. It's called The Cat. Okay, well, you're losing me when you said it's a fly sequel. So this man is in love with this girl. And she's obsessed with her cat. Like All women are. I don't understand women's obsession with cats. But he's like... I'm going to be real friendly with her cat. I'm going to get the cat to like me. So when she like leaves the house, he like sneaks into her apartment and like hangs out with the cat. <laughs> so stay with me. Stay with me. Yeah. So her boyfriend like kind of fig- finds out because he was like going to sneak in to like surprise her with like some flowers and chocolates and stuff. And he Not sees the, at all, huh? he sees the guy with the cat. And he's <laughs> like, you fucking cocksucker. I'm not. I know what you you do with that cat. And so he takes the cat and the guy and he throws them both in like a big ass nuclear waste pile. (laughs) And the cat dies. But not before it gives all its (laughs) DNA (laughs) to the guy. And he becomes a cat man and he gets like a little trench coat. 
He's got like <laughs> I'm the cat man. And he's got like claws. He's got like claws. And then the big uh scene is like when he goes up and sees the girl, because he's like he kills the boyfriend, right? And the girlfriend's like, Oh no, is that you, Fluffy? <laughs> <laughs> and Fluffy walks out, right? And it's the guy. And then he's like, it's me. And like, it's a silhouette of his like weird barbed cat penis growing. Oh, God. And she's like, no. (laughs) I don't know where it goes from there. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they're laughing. If they didn't laugh, I wouldn't have said it. I wouldn't have said it. (laughs) You're so nervous. No, but uh, yeah, it's called the cat. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not laughing. I'm crying. What do you think, Alex? I'm you cr- want to? You want to make the cat? Don't uh, do it, Alex. Don't do it. Don't do it, buddy. Uh, we can cut that out. We, we could do the 16 mil. 16 there you go. Mil. 16. Okay. Yeah. Let's make it eight. We let's save as much money <laughs> as we can on this one. Okay. Yeah, and he's like. Oh, I'm so hideous with my barbed cat dick. And she's like, well, there's some like cats you could fuck. And he like goes to the zoo and fucks a lion. What? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And then that's the sequel. It sets up the sequel with like the cat lion. Lion maybe. cat man. Yeah. You ever seen Lion King? And he this time he has a duster. He's Mufasa's father. Circle of life and stuff. So... Was that all the questions from the main discussion? I didn't ask a single one from the main discussion. Your joke? Yeah, no, you, yes, no, you, you did. You, you did. Oh, you, one. You asked a lot of them. Sure. Uh, I, I have a thing in front of me. Should I open it no, on the podcast? Finish, let's finish the questions. Oh. <laughs> Do you know where we left off? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> How was your prep? different oh shit from work he wanted the question <laughs> how is your prep different from working on projects you lead and the ones you work on to help Ooh. oh very simple man like you know i wasn't we're talking about uncle rico and i wasn't too sure on what you and alex were deciding you and tom alex tom tom alex because, you know, Alex, this is his concept, and then you wrote the story. And so you had a distinct vision of how you wanted the story. So it always felt like you two are like the lead people. But certainly, um, following whatever the director tells me to look into. And then if you want me to do more than that, I will. If not, whereas when you're the director, I think you kind of have to know all those answers. Yes. To absolutely. some degree, right? It's like, no, I know you'll put in this extra effort. So let me actually get you to do this. Or no, nah, you're you got enough going on. And then also just um whatever other smart parts sounded to that because I kind of forgot there a little bit to shit. Alex? Do you mean to repeat the question? Um yeah. Yeah, can you repeat? You repeat the question, please. How is your prep different from working on projects you lead and the ones that you help work on, or you're not the lead? Um, well, I think first of all, it's a, a relief when it's like the ones you know that you're helping. You know, uh, you you can be more like, like you know, regardless if it's like 
whatever, whatever role you're trying to fill, you you can just like focus on that. You know, like if the ones like yeah. the ones that you lead, you're you're wearing not only are you wearing a lot of hats, but then like you said, you're kind of trying to think ahead on like where that person is. You know what I mean? Are they being overwhelmed or like what? You're almost like an orchestrator. You know, like like what can I push this person to do? So I, it's definitely the ones you lead to me are way more complex. Even if like, let's say, let's take the ones that you're helping on is let's say you're filling a role that you still like you've never have like messed with before. Let's say like you've always done lighting, but they put you on, on, you know, DP. Uh, compare that to the ones that you're leading entirely. I feel like it's that one's that's still more complex and you're you're doing a lot more than just filling multiple hats but you're also trying to think ahead and like delegate you know mm-hmm. well, that's heavy oh, yeah. that's heavy man oh yeah um, yeah so i mean there's a huge difference why'd you ask the question no, I mean, it's, a, it's a good question though and then that's what i was saying like just hearing that question is like a relief when i'm thinking about the ones i'm just helping on i'm like yeah that's cool. Like you, it's yeah. almost. It almost sounds like I'm just, I'm relaxing. Like it's like, it's like oh fuck, one job. yeah, one job or one job at this time, and you want me to do something else later? Fuck yeah, that's perfect. But like where you're at, goddamn, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that's, you know, I feel so sorry for that person because yeah. it's rough. It's really fucking rough. Well, I'll say for me with this project, I've definitely taken a backseat. It's like yeah, whatever you guys want, mm-hmm. I'll do. But let's do it in whatever is the best order of operation. So script breakdown. And then really figure it out. And then once we start doing this, I mean, it's really like, all right, this is the next one. Let's do it. Yeah. So when it's time to start working on another project, what are the first steps to consider? Well, I would definitely say to continue on with what I was talking about in this sense, where you get that momentum going. Right? Because we just had a meeting with your... Um, buddy Anthony and then his friend DJ and it seemed like we all got along pretty well and they knew the circumstances of what this project would entail and you know what we're offering and they're still willing to do it so it's like fuck yeah man you guys seem like you know what you're doing and if you don't well we know what we're doing too so we'll figure it out you know it's like there's no lose-lose in a sense right right if they can deliver on what they're saying it's like fuck dude Hell yeah. And even if they can't, but they're still there, you know, it's like, yeah, man, definitely. So, like, it, we're in just such a good fortune. So, there is that positive momentum, like, okay, this is really starting to go in a good direction. We're not getting negatives. The only negative is our own lives getting in the way, right? Like, not having production meetings at a certain schedule, all of that, giving mm-hmm. into the fatigue of everything else. But certainly, um, we're getting that positive momentum going. And I think once you get that, you you really should chase it down. Yeah. You know, because it's rare to really get like, okay. Because, you know, I mean, look at us on Bubblowski. I mean, what more needs to be done on it? A couple months maybe of work on the script, if that, and literally it's just sitting on it because it's pretty much ready to go and we could start pre-production this second. Well, Dickhead is kind of, exactly in the way (laughs) that's what i'm saying there's all these other things in the way right for all of us regardless you know families work Mm -hmm. everything else so 
you know, in our situation, once you get that little bit of momentum, that's when I think it's good because, you know, and then the nice thing is we all have each other to lean on too. Yeah. You know. Got to be a team because you can't do this on your own. Yeah, for sure. I I couldn't. I couldn't take on another project head it on my own right now. Could you get? Well, yeah, you guys are to various degrees. I mean, I'm at the point to where I just want to, I'd rather make sure like I go all in as much as I can. The older I get, I guess, you know, I mean, not not to say that I'm old. No, but I mean, still, you're thinking about your future. No, but like, you know, it's like, I was thinking about it like I was the other day when I had a fucking terrible hangover, right? Like it was fucked. It was really bad. I was taking, I was probably chugging whiskey because I thought it was like, I was like, damn, whiskey's so good. And I was like, God, let me chug, chug, like, you know, way, way beyond my skill set. Yeah, handling that. So I the hangover the next day because like a majority of the time when I get drunk it's mainly beer. Yeah, I was like, so, dude, I never heard of so, you drinking. Yeah, just so whiskey. I'm fucking when when I'm having yeah a night where I'm drinking a shitload of beer and whiskey, I'm trashed. Next day, hangover with shit, and I was like, dude, like this is definitely doing some severe like this is fucking up my health for sure. And you know, I was like, okay. How much time am I spending in that compared to filmmaking? Yeah. And if either or if somebody said, hey, either one of these things are going to kill you for sure. I'm like, dude, well, I'd fucking much rather be like actually spending the time in filmmaking and fucking trying mauled to by a bear. like mauled by a bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Mauled, a little bit. Right. Mauled by a bunch of queen ants. Oh fuck! A school. Oh, shit! I said ants. a bear, man. We don't gotta get the ants in here. <laughs> Mauled by a school. The bears are far away. Queen. The ants are under our feet. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, and so, like, like going forward, like thinking about these projects and stuff, and it and it is hard. It, it doesn't get easier. No, it doesn't get easier. You have more kids. You get older. You have more responsibilities and work, but. I mean, man, we got to fucking figure out a a way to make it happen because, like, there's so many shitty fucking movies and shows (laughs) being made out there. It's like, there's no fucking way. The, I'm not like, whatever, fine. They, they can, they made it and they're making a living doing it, but there's, there's so much bad work out there. It's like, fuck, man. Like, that, that needs to stop. And the people who actually care should, should be able to get their chance. I think we we definitely deserve our chance. But yeah, I mean, there's nothing more I could ever ask for. Yeah, I think we could do it too, honestly. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's always so good to chase that momentum when you feel it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, we're tired, but it's like shit. Okay, it's gonna happen. If it's gonna happen this date, okay, then we need to. Yeah, we gotta do it. Start pushing on that too. And despite everything else we're working on. But see, you know where me and Tom succeed? Where you will get there, Grasshopper. As we work. While we drink. Oh, man. <laughs> and so it's never just one head. It's both heads forward. See, but you know, maybe that would, what would help me a lot is to have another person who's willing to do that. Because I usually when I am getting fucked up, I'm getting fucked up with people who... They're not editing anything. They're not fucking. You know. No, what I, mean? I like, think it's great because some. Because I mean, some. I mean, majority of the time we don't work. <laughs> but then there's sometimes where we're fucked up, where we're like, 
dude, let's fucking edit. And then we just get in this vibe, you know, because of how the alcohol weed work. And then before you know it, we've done like six, eight hours in one night all of a sudden. And it's like, shit, we really made tons of progress. And I mean, I'm not saying for anyone to work that way. It is probably not a good way. But this is the way we've chosen. (laughs) This is the way. (laughs) This is the way we've done it. Uh, for better or worse, and hey man, yeah, where there, man, where there's a way, there's a way. Well, it makes it <laughs> nice, right? Because you know, I, I I do feel guilty when I go out and don't work. When it's right. just like, man, I've gone out like every day this weekend. I should put in some amount of work somewhere. Yeah, but I don't think we should feel bad about going out. But then again, it's about I don't know maybe because I also feel like I abuse it when I start going out. You know, I justify it too much, and it's like say it's about balance. Yeah, right? it's a, that balance of finding, but it's I'm still trying balance. to get because it's like, well, if you go out every night, you're being irresponsible. But then if you don't go out, you burn out. Yeah, then it's like, well, do I go out one night? But then you go out one night, and you're like, well, maybe I'll go out tomorrow. You know, Tuesdays. Pretty free, yeah. And Taco then, Tuesday, oh yeah. And then it's like, okay, I've got to save some money on dinner. You got out two out. times, but then you know, it's like it's all it all just feeds into itself. Yeah, it becomes it's, this negative I, loop. Right? It's also, I feel like, not only balance, but but and what goes perfect with that is discipline. Like, yes, you know, balance because and discipline. Because yeah, they're like, I think one thing that I've struggled with so many times is like, oh, it's Christmas. Okay, cool. All right, I'm going to chill, enjoy my time with my family, not work on anything. And then three weeks later, it's like, oh, it's Sarah's birthday. Oh, and then next week, it's Tom's birthday. Oh, and then, oh, Sydney's birthday was yesterday, but we're going to celebrate it this weekend. And then, you know what I mean? Like, or fuck birthdays, also stupid ass holidays or like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just so many things that come into play. Like I didn't mention baby showers. You're like, it's a, oh, it's small by shark day. Look at it. We can't work. <laughs> we got to celebrate being mauled by sharks. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're Alex. You're absolutely right. And um, it's easy to find excuses uh, to not work. But I mean, it's, but, e- it's really easy. But do you, no. do you guys think that's to, where do you think that really comes from? Right. American society. Ju- I no, mean, I that's think- just like our behavior. That's stemming from something personal, right? Like sometimes I would say maybe it's fear that keeps me in the way of myself. I and think- maybe the fear of success because then that spotlight's on me. Or at least if, and this is just me spouting, I don't even know, but I've been thinking about it, you know, certainly like, or maybe it's a fear of, yeah, of success because then success brings that spotlight and then within that spotlight you fell you know and then the i guess maybe that links to the imposter syndrome right they'll just see through the truth and see how like how much you suck you know i mean so i i think maybe there's that because i certainly like i'm obsessed about it and i will find a way to do it Mm -hmm. up until the finish line and then i really fucking then it's like i'm crawling up the fucking mountain you know, inch by inch. But up until that point, like, I'm fucking gung-ho on it. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely, I think there's, that's a good reason, but there's, I think there's a multiple, uh, multitude of reasons. And I mean, just depression, uh, exhaustion. Um, I mean, the fact is, these aren't our full-time jobs. 
Yeah. N- none of these, uh, none of us have the luxury of being able to just say we're full-time artists. This is all we do. Uh, we all have people we that depend on uh, us, you know, bringing home paychecks. Um, and that's the unfortunate truth of it. And when you've got, when your hour, your when your spare hours are in, you know, three, four, maybe a week, and then yeah. it's like, yeah, because you were right. You know, you've talked about this last time. We were like, if it was just one hour a week, it'd be done eventually. Yeah. Right. You'd eventually be done. But then it's like that one hour, you want to like, you know, warm up an extra burrito or, you know, like yeah. get that next bag of Doritos. Because you also got to psych yourself out for it too. Like, yeah. I don't know. At least that's how I am. I got to like pump myself up. Yes. it And it's, you know, and then also the one thing that I hate too is like you do psych yourself up and then you start working and then it's like, oh, it's bedtime. I got it. Yeah. And then you're like, fuck, all that. And you have all these ideas and you really have all this like rhythm and you have that momentum going, but you're like, I guess I'm going to bed because uh, I got worked in the morning, right? Yeah. And then you're just like, that is a, that's a depressing feeling in of itself. Like when you're actually being productive, but then you can't be as productive as you want. And so like, there's like, it's just like a, there, you can always find a reason to fucking make it hard for yourself. Yeah. So like a really fat, reality check especially like when you're talking about when you start getting into it and you're you're working on things and you're like damn like yeah i gotta have i have a doctor's appointment tomorrow because <laughs> i'm bleeding out of my ass and then i gotta go to work and then <laughs> yeah. oh fucking i got all these bills and like oh fucking i gotta take somebody here it's that 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 part's i think one of the hardest is the balance of like life responsibilities and filmmaking because that's not how you're making a living. That's if, the unfortunate if you are, part. If you are, God bless you, because at least that still isn't you know a slight upper hand. Yeah, you know sometimes I I'll I'll see people posting stuff and it's just like you don't know how lucky yeah you have it to have this to have the life. But I mean I know it's I know I don't think any of us uh, would uh, kid ourselves in thinking that it's an easy life. Um, I don't think any of us would kid ourselves in thinking that uh, you don't have to work your fucking ass off uh, because you absolutely have to work your fucking ass off. But the thing is to actually be able to put food on the table, doing that work, fucking like planning and figuring that out and working and executing that. If there's, it's just so much more rewarding. The date, the nine to five grind, or the ten to nine grind, or whatever the fuck you're doing, it just eats at your soul, right? Like you're just losing yourself into uh, this like void of capitalism bullshit. I don't know. Going into like a routine, you know, just a very yeah. programmed fucking lifestyle. Yep. It's like, oh, I Terrible. got home. I'm yep. gonna drink. I'm gonna watch some TV. I'm gonna go to bed. But don't you feel like that's how the work can be too sometimes? No, not really. Because when we actually get to working on stuff, it's like, it always feels like there's something being done. And, and it, yeah, but I think you can also work on things that just working for the sake of working with no real progression, for instance. Um, well, I mean, I'll use myself as an example, for instance, if I do another edit. You know, or it's like, oh, let me take another chance to break down the notes and go over this again. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes that's working for the 
sake of just to work with no progress. I mean, sometimes, I mean, there is a little bit of progression. I was going to say. Because you're, whenever you're putting an effort, I think you do get a result. But certainly at that time, I mean, it's kind of like who's bullshitting who now, you know, regardless. I mean, I'm sure that definitely is the case at, at some degree, but um, also I think just at the same time, just giving attention to it uh, is always a positive note because... Well, uh, you've always said diminishing results. There's definitely diminishing re- returns. Um, diminishing returns. Yeah. There you go. There's definitely diminishing returns uh, to a degree because there's a point where you're probably not working at a level a quality level that's professional because you're just exhausted, you're burned out, you're not really thinking about it. You're just trying to get through it yeah. instead of actually just trying to make it better or make it the best yeah. it can be. And I think it's hard to recognize when you're doing that because there's times when you're forcing yourself and there's times where you're just going. Uh, but I think for like other filmmakers out there that you know they may be stuck on an idea for a project or a project, it's just like, yeah, but you got to get out of your fucking head and you just got to say, hey, you know, we're making progress today. We're pushing forward and it's not easy. And I think you probably need drugs to help you with that. But Definitely drugs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, sometimes you really just need that kick in the ass, right? Like, And the best kick in the ass is the one you can give yourself. Yeah. Uh, because if you can motivate yourself to do it, that means you can inspire others to do better as well. So I don't know. Cut.